Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Lincoln Kennedy, and today is September 7th, 2022. Thank you for joining us on another episode of The Morning Grind. So let's talk tax here, okay? Let's let's talk shop, I should say. As the Raiders prepare for the Chargers in week one, you know it's an important game. You know it's going to be at SoFi. And a lot of people in the nation have been asking me what goes into preparation for week one, or why does it seem like... And, you know, for the most part, coaches seem a little bit more tense before the week one matchup. Well, in this case, it's twofold. One, it's a divisional matchup. OK. And two, it's against a team that beat you. You know, went one on one last year and had the chance to beat you the second time, beat you pretty convincingly the first time at SoFi. So it's winning on the road opening week after 17 days off from playing football from their last game against the Patriots. It's a matter of importance because this is a divisional game. It's a conference game. All things come into the thought of tiebreakers towards the end of the season. And more importantly, it's a rivalry. So Josh Josh McDaniels and, and his coaching staff are going to approach this in a couple of different ways. First of all, they're going to hope that their team is healthy. That's the first and foremost thing. As, as healthy as they can possibly be and that you have all members on deck. Your final roster, your 53, as you trim it down for your game day style roster, which will happen later on this week. Uh, you want to make sure everybody's ready to go and everybody understands what they're going to do. Now, you're coming off the heels of a successful preseason. And that bodes well for confidence as well as just, you know, every every other part of guff that you need in order to be successful. But it really doesn't mean anything because a lot of your starters didn't play. So they're ants in to play against someone else. Yes, they went out through warm-ups and they did the, the stuff through practice and you had the joint practice with the Patriots and you're able to showcase your stuff that way. But now it's for real. So one of the keys into this, you know, looking into this game, the first one that stands out to me is how is the offensive line going to respond? We know they added Khalil Mack. We know how before he went to Chicago and even some spots in Chicago uh, with the Bears, he was a, a, a game changer, if you will, especially with the Raiders. Now, he might hold it personal to see what he's coming back as and really wants to get to the Raiders, but he's opposite of Bosa. You know, the truth of the matter is that Bosa has been a, a perennial all-pro defensive end for the Chargers since he got there, much like his brother in in, in, uh, in New in uh, San Francisco. So this is going to be having you're going to have your game, your hands filled. Not only is it the fact that Colton Miller uh, and you know looks to be a you know future All Pro left tackle for some years to come is going to get his first game action. We're going to get a chance to see him the first time this season. But there's still the question mark at right tackle. And if it's Jermaine Illuminor, what are you doing to prepare to help him? You know, uh, the, the style of defense that the, the, the Chargers normally play is, is a cover three, but it's cover three man. And what that does is that puts pressure on the outside receivers. But more importantly, it frees up your inside to play combinations, uh, man, um, uh, zone style, style of concepts or double cover, bracket cover your inside receivers. So look for Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller to be kind of bracketed. Um, they have not seeing what the Raiders are capable of doing with a player like Devontae Adams. They can only assume based on what they, you know, saw in Green Bay and what the, you know, Aaron Rodgers did him did with him. 
But I think that you were talking about uh, two different quarterbacks, obviously, in, in Derek Carr and, 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 and Aaron Rodgers. But more importantly, just to see how Devontae Adams is going to fit in this offense. Now, you can take into consideration what they did with the X receiver during, I mean the Raiders, what the Raiders, how the Raiders utilized the X receiver during the preseason. And we saw a lot of deep in routes and couple angle routes where you went up with, with for, for long balls. So you might think that that plays a part in it, but you still don't know. So there's the matter of speculation on both part and, and sort of surprise for the Raiders as well as for the Chargers. Conversely, on offense, you know that the Chargers have got a proven quarterback in Justin Herbert, and he looks to be you know sitting off more records like he did last year and keep things going. So this is a very big challenge for your defense. You know, for for what it's worth, Patrick Graham did coach against the Chargers last year when he was the New York Giants coach, uh, and it, see if you can capitalize on it. But again, a lot of starters are going to be playing for the first time. We'll see, get a new look at Nate Hobbs, what appears to be at cornerback rather than nickel where he was last year and see how he's able to, to take hold of that, that position and the, the amount of depth is going to come into play. So when if, if I were Josh McDaniels and I were planning for this game, what I would think is that the Chargers have a dynamic offense. So I want to establish a run. I want to establish time of possession. I want to try to control time of possession, establish a run. And just like, you know, we've seen many coaches do in the past with this style of offense, use the run to open up the pass, to be able to take some play action shots. Don't necessarily have to go and air it out because you don't want the, the effect of an incomplete pass or possible turnover to stop the clock or affect your overall energy. So scripting the first 20 plays, I can honestly see Coach McDaniel trying to have maybe a 60-40 run-to-pass concept. Of course, all of the you know, initial scripts, when you talk about script in the first series, you're talking about situations as well. Uh, because obviously, if it, if it comes down to a third and seven, you're not going to have what you originally thought was going to be like a third and three or third and two uh, dialed up. you got to get do something to get the first down. So situations and times can change. But you do kind of want to play keep away from this offense. You know what type of potency they have. Uh, the Chargers on offense. So you don't want to give the ball to them too many times or as little many times, as least amount of times as possible. And and thinking of that, you know, of course, you definitely want to establish a run because establishing a run allows a presence from your guys up front to build confidence. Um, if they're able to push the Chargers around or push them back, then they get confidence no matter what you call. They're feeling good about themselves and their play is that much better. And that, in effect, is 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 uh, one of the ways that you can you can build a confident winner as you go along. Keep in mind, this offense that we've seen in the past back in New England was a run first offense. Yes, they threw the ball, and yes, they had you know good receivers and slot and tight ends and stuff like that, and and most notably on the outside when they had Randy Moss. But they were primarily a run football team, and I think that's what Josh McDaniels is going to try to establish. If you go back to the Hall of Fame game and you look how he he called plays on that first series. He was trying to run the football. And then he was also trying to use the screen and stuff that set up the other things. And I think that's a vital part. So no matter if the Chargers come out and they want to bracket Renfro and bracket, you know, Waller, so be it. Um, if they want to keep a safety over top uh, for, you know, Devontae Adams, so be it. Uh, that's that's not a you know, that's not something that's a, a game killer, if you will, a game plan killer. It just allows you to soften up the box. Therefore, your front five, your offensive lineman uh, and, and you know whomever, if you decide to bring in a fullback or, or just uh, an extra tight end, 
can virtually push that defensive front around, should be able to push that defensive front around. Uh, I, I think that makes for really good football, especially on the road. You take the crowd out of it. The more first downs you get, obviously, the more points you get. You take the crowd out of it. Not to say that Chargers it should be pretty much a Raider Nation crowd, but you know, Chargers have been showing a little bit of favor, and their, their fans have been trying to do their best to to keep us out of SoFi. So, um, yeah, I, I hope that it's a better Raider Nation turnoff. But I digress. I mean, let me not get off subject too too far. So. I, I think when you talk about the Chargers in this first game, the very biggest key to victory that stands out to my mind is controlling the line of scrimmage. You have to do that. It's push the white shirts back uh, or the powder blues, whatever color they're wearing, you push them back. And more importantly, you keep the you keep a clean pocket for Derek. I know that I, I feel strongly that Derek wants to light it up against this team in spite of what happened last year and, you know, the, the – the, the, the talk that came from Bosa um, after the game, you know, talking about he had scared and something like that. I think Derek wants to try to prove himself in SoFi. And so I'm, I wouldn't be necessarily surprised if he has a good game. It's just the fact that we haven't seen these starters uh, for you know, the entire preseason. And maybe we'll be in for a surprise. Maybe we'll see some tricks. Who knows? But I think the biggest key to victory is controlling the line of scrimmage. And that also goes for the defense. Because I think the defense is going to be tested by their run, especially with Eckler, um, and and of course his ability to catch screens out of the backfield. So, uh, and you know, conversely, we're going to have to see a way for this front four to get to Justin Herbert. You cannot allow him to sit back there with this number of receivers and pick apart your defense. So you've got to generate pressure. All in all, it comes down to this: the the offensive and defensive lines. It starts up front with the guys up front. If they can control the pace of the game then you can come out on, on a winning side if you're or the team that controls that piece, uh, pace. So to me, my king, the key of victory is controlling the line of scrimmage. Well, that does it for this week's Morning Grind. I'll see you next week. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.